Welcome to New Human Living Radio Show, bringing you powerful interviews to awaken the power in you. Learn more at newhumanliving.com. And now your host, Les Jensen. Hello and welcome to the show tonight. I'm so glad you chose to join us. Hey, you know, it's pretty obvious to everyone that there's a lot of change going on in the collective consciousness. There's a lot of change in our society. And it can seem like there's chaos to it. It can seem like there's uh, mayhem, like there's no um, momentum, if you will, in any particular direction. But the times we're living in now are quite exceptional, quite exceptional. Um, and, And the curious thing about that is the role you and I play, the role the human beings play, we're here for the human experience. You can, I mean, if you if you take a big enough step back and look at the paradigm playing out, there's many souls, many, many souls on this planet, billions, that have chosen to incarnate into human beings. The souls have come here for the human experience. And this chapter, I tell you what, if you if you do the math, this chapter of our human story is exceptional. I mean, within the, this last decade and the next decade, I would say is some of the most pivotal times in our human paradigm, in our human storyline, perhaps ever. And it, I think that... Um, Humanity is going to rise to the occasion. I know a lot. I know a lot of times it can be easy to look at the the behavior of the collective consciousness through the media and social media and not see any wisp of um, ascension or expansion or maturity of the collective consciousness. But um, don't be fooled by that. I suggest there's. Um, there's a very powerful paradigm going on, and and the the tea leaves, if you will, the crystal ball, if you will, looks very very promising for our human condition. Now, I know that sentence can seem a little odd after after we've talked about so much of of the collective of people, but the curious thing about consciousness is that. Um, the power of consciousness itself is logarithmic or exponential. And what that means is um, perhaps you've heard that one sage or mystic uh, vibrating at a high level can offset hundreds of thousands of people vibrating at a lower level. And if you think of it as a scale of human consciousness, when one person on the planet, raises their consciousness, it affects many people that have a lower vibration than them. And, I mean, you can, you don't have to do the math. You don't have to be specific with it. You can see that many, many people are awakening. They're raising their vibration. They're cleaning their own personal energy persona. And when so many people are raising their consciousness, that's offsetting the 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 balance, the scale of of our human paradigm. That's offsetting our uh, that scale 
logarithmically. It's um, it's a curious thing that if you look at the the past, if you look at the past hundred years, thousand years, thousands of years, the the storyline of our human condition has been one of uh, um, where there's uh, an an entity like a, a religion or a government or a king. Um, where it's it's very much a pyramid oriented scheme where at the top is there are very few people that hold the power for example a king and a queen if we go back into the medieval times the king and the queen had a total say in anything that happened and then and then we evolved somewhat into more of a a government structure but certainly on this planet governments have marched millions of people to their death Governments have been behind so many wars and whatnot. Um, and, and the point I'm getting at here is, the, I suggest you the thing to look at in in where we're moving to as a as a collective consciousness, where we're moving to, is is to break up that that uh, that pyramid structure where there's a few at the top. Um, and and their will is pushed down on the on the masses to more of a honeycomb where it's it's much more flat where the the power of the individual is is what's held in regard now i know if you look it doesn't seem like that structure is manifesting itself in other words if you look if you look at the the story of of how we're playing out these these days in our lives there's no wisp of that happening at all but i suggest to you that it's kind of the hundredth monkey idea certainly certainly humanity has been in the pressure cooker the rank and file human beings on this planet have been squozen by uh, those that are um, that are really basically greedy or power hungry, they have uh, the the rank and file human being on this planet has been pretty much exploited. Even though we might think ourselves as being um, free or um, we we have some sense of uh, personal empowerment, we really have no idea what that means. I suggest to you we have no clue what that means because there's been so much order, so much structure in in our collective storyline. All of the systems in the past were based around huge structures of people. We have global religions. We have single governments with hundreds of millions, if not billion people living under under the um, the government now, the, um, in and of itself, that doesn't mean that um, it's necessarily bad. But but if you look at consciousness, just raw consciousness. In the beginning was the light, L I G H T. Consciousness, by its very nature, wants to expand. It wants to expand your consciousness. I'm consciousness, and many of us are unconscious 
in our consciousness. I'll give you an example. Myself. I'll be the guinea pig of this conversation. Um, early in my days, I was uh, perhaps 35 years old, and uh, I was working in broadcast television, and I could have swore uh, my life was broadcast TV. What am I going to do with my life? Well, it's obvious. I'm going to do broadcast television. I had worked in TV for, um, you know, 15 years by then, 20 years perhaps, um, and uh, and I thought I knew who I was, where I was going. I thought I knew the paradigm of my life, and yet I had no clue. And the reason I bring up 35 years old is because um, at that time in my life, there was an, uh, an event in my life that cracked me open. And it, it's the classic cosmic two-by-four. Um, how many guests on the show have talked about a moment in their life when their, when their awareness was awakened? <laughs> well, I was pretty stubborn. And at 35, I got cracked open. There's a very specific event, and it was like a bug on the windshield kind of thing. What I thought I was just kind of crumbled over time. And... Here's the point I'm making of this, the expansion of my consciousness. So before that moment, I'm I'm a father, I'm an engineer in a TV station, I'm a technical, electronic kind of guy, and and that was kind of a static model of me. But after I went through that, and I, it, it's kind of like um, uh, uh, operating your belief systems, your thoughts, your um, attitudes from your ego, and then to operate those attributes from your heart and your soul. So after after that event when I was 35, I look at myself now and it's like, oh my God, I'm I'm approaching 60 here in a year or two, 60 years old. And I recently got myself a drum kit, so I've been playing the drums. I've been uh, writing books. I've written many books. I have a radio show. My heart and my soul told me to learn FPGA programming. <laughs> and very, I'll be amazed if you know what that is as an audience. Um, but uh, my heart and my soul have been telling me to learn this computer programming language to design electronics with. And it, my heart and my soul... T uh, tr uh, they treat me like I'm a young teenager. My heart, my soul have no concern whatsoever what my age is. No concern of who I think I might be. And the point I'm getting at here is that when my ego learned the value of stepping away from the steering wheel, so to speak, the metaphorical steering wheel of choosing how our life goes through our everyday life. When, uh, when my ego backed away and, and learned the value of, of surrendering, surrendering so many of my choices to my heart and my soul, everything started expanding, expanding. 
Now, I'm talking about a single individual, a single point of presence of, of consciousness, me. But this story has been replicated by many guests that we've had on this show. And so what I'm getting at here is, in the past, in the, in the collective consciousness of the past, we've had really, really static models presented to us. Well, you're a, you're a citizen of your country. Um, well, you're going to go to school and you're going to learn a trade and then you're going to become an employee and then you'll click off 30 years or 40 years and then you'll retire. That's a really static model. And in truth, it's blasphemy. It's just raw blasphemy to take the, the potential of consciousness itself, consciousness itself, wants expansion. Consciousness eternally seeks for another experience, another new experience. So, I mean, let's back way back in the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning was light. And I suggest light as being unconditional love or pure consciousness, and they might be one and the same. In the beginning was consciousness or source consciousness, or God, or one, or however you, any context you want to frame it in. And then what happened? Creation. In the beginning was the light, and from that light came form. I don't want to get too uh, biblical here, but light sought expansion. And so let's fast forward to here and now, uh, and this now, and here's another now. In this now, we always have another choice. In this now, we can always introduce a new vector in our life. In this now, we can be inspired by our heart and our soul. In this now, there's literally infinite potentiality. The field of miracles is everywhere. The field of miracles is every when. The universe doesn't change to to bring about miracles. The human persona interacting with the universe changes, and they move into the realm of creating, quote, miracles, unquote. A miracle to the untrained eye is just a manifestation that wasn't deemed possible by the static model of consciousness of the collective. So here we are. We're coming around the bend. The Mayan calendar said in uh, in 2012, we, the solar system entered a new dimension of space. We could talk about that in length, but the the this these chapters, this this human era that we're going through now, has been prophesized for a very long time. Attributes of the golden age. How can we wrap our noggin around this idea of, of the the golden age of humanity? Well, if again, if we look at the human storyline in the collective consciousness, the uh, we've lived this really, 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 really static model of what it means to be a human being. Our society has contemplated this template of of how we should live our lives, the the socially acceptable way of living our life. And 
and and to the infinite potential of consciousness, any point of presence of consciousness. And I suggest to you, human consciousness has an element of power that is exceptional. In this next chapter, that we're moving into right now. And what will make this transition nice is for people to understand what I'm, I'm talking about. The, the, the sovereignty of the individual. To have dominion potential of who you are. To have dominion over the infinite potential of who you are. Now that shatters every flippin' mold that has existed in the last hundred thousand years or more. For the individual persona to have dominion over the infinite potential. So I suggest to you that as we move into this next chapter, we're going to enter a, a new paradigm. And certainly if you stare at the media all day and you stare at your phones all day, you're not going to see the new paradigm unfolding. It's not going to show up through that medium so much. Maybe you'll get inklings of it. Maybe you'll see notions of it. But the, the real story, the thing to watch... The story that's unfolding that you should perhaps really focus your attention on is you. It's you. What do, what do I mean by that? That, that's, that can be a vague statement. If, indeed, we're moving into the golden age of our human story, it will be the human being who who... Through self-discipline, it takes some effort here. We've got some karmic momentum in our in our story. The human being that can teach their ego to not be afraid. The human being that can hone in to the inspiration, the inspiration that comes from within us. You know, when I went through that transition when I was 35, what's the difference between me now and the and the day before that event? I don't have any definition of who I am right now. And that can seem like um, uh, a little crazy. I don't want a template. I don't want a mold. I don't want uh, um I don't want a label. <laughs> I really don't because I don't want to do anything that will collapse the field of potentiality in my life. What will I do in the future? Oh, my God, I have no flipping idea. But I'm open. I'm open. I'm open to a new story being birthed out of me. I'm open to a new paradigm unfolding in me. My heart and my soul are showing me tangents. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people my age that are ready to hang up their hat and retire. They're ready to get an RV and drive around the the country and and become permanent tourists. There's a lot of momentum in our collective story that says follow the the narrative, 
Follow the narrative. When you get old, you retire. When you get old, you hang up your hat. Your age is none of your business. Your age is none of your business. Your soul doesn't care how old you are. Your soul doesn't care what the collective story narrative has been. Your soul only sees potential. Your soul is like your big brother or your big sister that has unconditional love for you. Your soul sees the potentials of what can happen in your life. But I tell you what, if your ego is consuming all the consciousness, every moment of consciousness, if your ego is consuming that by staring at your phone, by by swiping left or right, by watching uh, to this uh, perpetual need to be entertained, you're literally consuming all of your consciousness with your ego. And for the most part, your ego sucks at honoring your potential. Your ego typically sucks at honoring your potential. And and why is that? Why is that? The ego doesn't want to make any choices. Egos, the undisciplined ego, doesn't want to make any choices where it doesn't know what the outcome is going to be. Your ego is very, very vested in making choices that brings a desired effect. And that's the kiss of death as as it relates to your human potential. And here's why. So your ego has this history of experience. Your ego has a history of experience that says, well, if I do this, chances are really good that'll happen. If I do this, chances are really good that'll happen. And it's got this this repetitive pattern history, if you will. If I stay in control of the situation, if I keep everybody I'm uh, involved with in check, I can strong arm my way through a situation and come out for the better. Now, this is all from the perspective of the ego. The ego is very vested in making choices where it knows what the outcome is going to be. Well, your ego cannot comprehend how fast, how bold, how broad your life can expand. I'll tell you what, when I was 35, there's no way in hell I saw myself living the life I'm living now. No way. I would have I would have stayed plugged into that collective storyline, and I'd still have just a handful of attributes, and I would feel just fine. I'm a TV guy. I work in TV. I'm a father. I'm not an author. I'm not a radio host. I don't um, play the drums. I don't program computers. I did back then, but not whatever. I mean, it was a static. It was a static um, template of of what my life was supposed to be. So here you are now. Here you are. You're listening to the show. Thank you very much. And you have a potential to you. You have a potential. So let's put a let's put a metaphor behind this. So say you walk into I know this is going to sound old fashioned, but 
Say you walk into a DVD rental store, and you're going to rent a DVD. So you take one step in the front door, and you look around, and here's all these genres. There's action and adventure and romance and and sci-fi and animation and and uh, and so if you look around at those um, those genres, perhaps you might see the genre that's related to who you think you are now. And what I'm getting at here is um, when you go to visualize the potential of what your future can be, your ego tends to quantify possibilities based on the history of your past. But if, if your soul walked into that store, it'd turn around and walk out. Because I, I, I tell you what, um, here we are, we've, we, it's 2019, and we still have suffering on the planet. We still have p pain and sorrow. We, we still have pretty much people living in hell on this planet today. So in the last thousands of years, every single Savior from every single religion has come and gone. Buddha has, has incarnated, lived his life, and left. Jesus has incarnated, lived his life, and left. Krishna, likewise. The, the storyline that the collective story has told us, whether it be religion or education or whatever, is that stay the course, Stay the course. There's this really big-ass God out there, and he's going to pull a trump card out of his pocket, and everything's going to be resolved. Trust in God. Kneel and pray to God, and everything will be covered. Well, I'm no sproctologist, but if you do really conservative math, easily a billion prayers have been prayed to end suffering on the planet. Easily a billion a billion prayers have been prayed and we're told to pray to God. And not once, zero times, has a glowing orb come down from the sky. Not once has has some deity come down from the heavens and silenced the guns of war, have, have ended suffering. And it's not going to happen that way. Every time there's a uh, a big change in our human paradigm, it's had flesh and bones. Moses uh, freed freed the slaves. Um, every single time, every single time, we've moved out of suffering an inch, a step, uh, a direction, it's involved flesh and bones. So, so what am I getting, what am I getting to with this, this conversation? So there's archangels, and there's angels, and there's um, God, and there's goddess, and there's very powerful beings that are um, in in spirit. They don't have a body. And we can pray to them until the cows come home, and they're not going to come in and reach over our shoulder 
and wipe the board clean. They're just not going to do it. It doesn't matter if they have the power to do it or not. If they're not going to do it, it doesn't matter. Now, they love us very, very much, but we're here for the human experience. You don't go into kindergarten and drag a kid out of kindergarten and shove him in a graduate school. It's who you become in the journey. So so we talk about the the narrative of of what humanity's going through now. We're talking about the, how the the momentum of the collective consciousness is in so much upheaval now. What's the new paradigm? Well, the new paradigm is human beings, flesh and bones. It has to have a flesh and bone component in order for change to happen. And the reason for that is this, this simple little concept but extremely powerful effect called free will. We, we live in fierce freedom on this planet. We have fierce freedom. We have so much freedom, we could build a nuclear arsenal and vaporize the planet. How insane is that? And in fact, we did build a nuclear arsenal. It's through the choices of the human beings. Our free will gives us fierce freedom to do as we, the human beings, choose to do. God, goddess, is not going to come down on the planet and strong-arm some outcome. It just isn't going to happen. It has to come through flesh and bones. You have flesh and bones. I have flesh and bones. When I talk about the paradigm changing from this, this pyramid structure of few controlling the many and then th- that, that whole notion collapsing and a much more lateral structure like a honeycomb, that's where the everyday citizen, that's where the everyday individual looks within themselves, looks within themselves and, and finds that divine spark within them and tunes into their own inspiration. Remember I talked about at the beginning of the show that we're souls that have incarnated in on this planet as human beings. We are souls... Every single one of us has a soul. Every single one of us has a life purpose that our soul has chosen. Every single one of us has a soul that has a perspective. Our souls are so multidimensional. There's so much going on in a soul that cannot be comprehended by the human ego. Your soul has set up this life for you, knowing full well that this upheaval, this this change in direction from our collective consciousness was going to happen. And so here you are now. Here you are living on planet Earth as the collective consciousness is waking up. The collective consciousness is recognizing their own divinity. The material that's available to humanity regarding the awakening or the enlightening of an individual is vastly more available than it was just 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. If you wanted to pursue enlightenment, 
20, 30, 40 years ago on the planet, you'd have to go find a book or you'd have to go find a guru. But you can get up in the morning and pour yourself a cup of coffee and and watch videos. <laughs> you can. There's so much material that's available at the touch of a finger to you now. Humanity in mass is awakening now. Humanity in mass is raising its own consciousness. Consciousness is an exponential power. Consciousness in and of itself is powerful. And so when so if you take a step back and you and you and you brush away the the mainstream media story, you brush away the um social media story, if you kind of disconnect from the the storyline that the masses have have been spoon-fed and you just look at the mechanics of what's happening, we're doing it. Humanity's doing it. We there's so many people raising their consciousness now on this planet. Millions and millions, if not billions of people have recognized that within themselves is this infinite well, this infinite stream of inspiration. There's this soul persona within each one of us that that loves us very dearly, that loves our ego very dearly, that loves our human form very dearly. And it's our soul's good pleasure to feed us a stream of consciousness that'll walk us out of the darkness, that'll walk us out of the shadow. Our souls set ourselves up. There's so much wisdom that's available to us. There's so our souls knew this journey was going to happen, and and there's so much wisdom, help, assistance that we ourselves arranged to help us as human beings come into the the fullness of who we are, to come into the divinity of who we are, to recognize the the spark of source consciousness within our own persona. How how many people have we had on this show that have have channeled um, super high caliber information um, who the show has, has been so loaded with People that understand the power of the of the individual persona, and the and the show in and of itself is is oriented around the power of the of human consciousness. And here you are now. Don't you find it a little odd that you're listening to a show about? the power of your own consciousness, the power of your own divinity, the power of your soul, the dominion, sovereignty that your soul has to come into your physical form, your flesh and bones, and to manifest as your soul so chooses. I think I think one of the key things that are really going to help us accelerate this happening is to teach our egos to teach our egos how to step out of the way and allow the wisdom, the inspiration, the intention of our soul to manifest in us, through us, as us. 
the ego has been conditioned through the the programming of the establishment for decades. The symbols that we were taught, the structure of our organizations, our religions, our schools, our governments, the the academic arena. We've been fed this template of of how we should behave to to fulfill the social expectation of our life. And yet here we are at the transition of of human consciousness that is really unheard of in in our past. These last 10 years and certainly the next 10 or 20 years are going to be pivotal. So how can you how can you step into this new paradigm? How can you be a vehicle of of the change that's that's coming our way as humanity. Tune in, tune into yourself, quiet your ego, teach your ego to listen to the sentencing of your soul, teach your ego to understand that if your soul tells you something, your soul knows better than any any belief system of your past. To break up the paradigm of the past is to bring new inspiration into effect, all the way into effect. And it's it's not always an obvious thing to do. Sometimes our ego cannot even receive the information from our soul because our belief systems are so structured, there's literally no place for the new inspiration to land in the consciousness of our mind. In order for your mind to literally receive the information from your soul, you would do well to to prepare your mind, to to cleanse your mind, to purify your mind. Now, I'm not talking about righteousness at all. When I say purify, I'm not talking about anything related to righteousness. Purification is emptiness. Purification is 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 stillness, if you will. I suggest to you the only thing that would warrant if the inspiration is regarded towards you or not is is your own your own authenticity. In other words, if you have inspiration from your soul, you don't need to go to anybody else to ask if it's if if it's the inspiration meant for you. They can't validate that. The only thing that decides if if your belief systems, your intentions are correct for you is you. Your own authenticity. There's two terms. I've been studying human consciousness for a long time now. And there's only two terms that I really get excited about because they're empty of a template. And that's purity, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God, they shall see creation, they shall see source consciousness. Purity and authenticity. If I tell you to be authentic, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm giving you zero specifics about tangible action items. If I tell you to be authentic, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you to hone into your own authenticity 
What is the desires of your heart? What is the desires of your soul? That's where you want to live. That's where you want to swim. That's where the ego can surrender your consciousness. Put the phone down. Turn off the TV and create oceans, large spans of time where your ego is not driving the boat. And when you first go to do this, it can seem a little odd. It can seem kind of pointless. So you stop what you're doing and you quiet yourself down. And it seems like nothing's happening. But I promise, <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> and I can I can relate that if if you if you go to change the the momentum of your consciousness and uh, and you quiet your mind and it seems like nothing's happening, I I can relate to that. But that's okay. It um, it it takes a while to um, bring your the the consciousness of your mind of your ego around to your soul. It it can take some practice and some discipline to bring the consciousness of your ego and your mind around to your soul. And why is that important? Why is it important that you bring your ego into alignment with your soul? Well, your soul cannot embody fear. Your soul cannot embody false, non-truth. Your soul cannot hold consciousness for anything that is not in alignment with your divinity. But your ego can. Your ego can separate yourself from God. Your ego can have self-doubt, um, low self-esteem. Your ego can be afraid. Your ego can be very guarded. Your ego can have all these attributes. And that's, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But your soul cannot meet you in that fear. Your soul's not going to embody fear. It can't. And that's a beautiful thing. So in order to come into alignment with your soul, I suggest you the power players of this next chapter of our human story is those people who can purify their personal energy persona Purify your personal energy persona, and and that relates to um, the quantum field. Any energy in your personal energy persona is constantly being reflected back to you in the quantum field. So if you have junk in your trunk from the past, you're going to have a reflection of that junk in your everyday life. So when you purify the energy of your persona, you're literally creating more potential, more possibilities, more vectors, more directions that your life can go. In other words, if you're holding an ocean of anger in your psyche and you want to be a being of, of that personifies love, well, those two are not congruent. So you'd need to resolve. You'd need to resolve that unresolved anger in your subconscious in order to embody unconditional love. So purity, 
If you want to be a power player in this next chapter, purify your persona. And again, I'm not talking about righteousness at all. Righteousness and wrongteousness, <laughs> to, <laughs> to flagrantly emphasize it, is a, a notion of the of the ego. Source consciousness doesn't have any bias at all. So purity is is not a righteousness thing. It's literally a purity of energy within your own personal energy persona. And the other side of it is your authenticity. So your soul has this this view of your life. You can you can make uh, leaps and bounds in in your ability to manifest. You can make you can make the vision, the dream of your life expand at an incredible rate. But how do you do that? Is the authenticity of your desires. To understand the desires of your heart and your soul versus the desires of your ego. Your heart and your soul love you without condition. Your heart and your soul understand your talents. Your heart and your soul know the wisdom that you've accumulated going through the life lessons that you've gone through. They know all about that. And they know the dynamics of the collective consciousness. And I suggest to you, there's a hundred billion, quadrillion different ways human beings can express unconditional love on this planet. In other words, if you're if you just absolutely adore sheep herding, there's a way for you to embody unconditional love doing just that. The authentic desire of your soul, no matter how silly it seems to your ego, no matter how powerful it seems to your ego, the authentic desire of your heart and your soul is the doorway to nirvana. Purify your personal energy persona. And the way you can do that is heal your relationship with love. Now, that's a really powerful statement. I'm not going to touch that one right now because that's a show in and of itself. But when you purify yourself so you can embody unconditional love, you heal your relationship with yourself so you can truly love yourself. So when these big-ass visions get downloaded from your soul and your ego understands that none, zero visions will be given to you that are impossible. In other words, if uh, your soul is showing you a big vision for your life, it is absolutely possible to teach your ego to not try to rationalize or control the consciousness that's unfolding in you. To teach your ego not to be afraid when your brave heart shows up. A brave heart will intimidate most egos on this planet. If you can teach your ego to understand the power of what a brave heart can do, in, a, in the life of an individual and in the life of the collective, you can be the vehicle. You can be the flesh and bones. You can be the personification of source consciousness that in, through, in you, through you, as you, unconditional love touches humanity. I promise you tears will come to your eyes. I promise you 
if if you learn to walk in that field of unconditional love for the collective consciousness, you'll have the most exceptional life. You'll have the most... <laughs> I can't put words to it. The most blissful flow of of this yummy energy through your persona as you. And and your heart and your soul love you. They're not gonna ramp it up without your approval. Your heart and your soul won't do anything that makes you um more and more afraid. If your ego's afraid, you got the park brakes on. If your ego's afraid Love goes idle. Love will not inflict fear to accomplish anything. But if you come into alignment with love and you teach your ego not to panic when it starts to flow and you let your brave heart cast a vision for your life that is exceptional and and you have the, the faith of a mustard seed that it's going to happen... Now we're talking about the new paradigm. We're talking about heaven on earth here. Human beings embodying unconditional love as they express the divine inspiration from within them into physical form. It's a honeycomb structure. It's not a pyramid. Everyone is an equal personification, if you will. There's no hierarchy at all. Part of what the divine feminine is going to bring to the table here is the power of the unknown, the power of the mystic, the power of the undefined. The um, and, and that's going to pull us out of the masculine. That that's a whole other conversation too. But purity and authenticity are are key elements to people who are going to be game changers. And it doesn't matter what your past looks like. It doesn't matter what your educational level is. Source consciousness doesn't care about any of that. You don't need a permission slip. You, there's Everything is given to you for free to fulfill your dreams. And and that can seem counterintuitive because how we were raised. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the gist of this whole conversation is you gotta you gotta you don't have to you don't have to do anything if you so choose to to bring your your persona around into alignment with your soul to bring to teach your ego not to be afraid of a, a powerful and a brave and an open heart that right there is exceptional on this planet to teach your ego to not be afraid and to trust that the vision that your soul had in mind for you the day you were born is not only accomplishable, but typically it's a dangling carrot. And as you move towards that dream coming true, the dream expands. The dream gets bigger. Your your soul's not going to show you anything that'll discourage you. <laughs> your soul's... Um, the, the the frailty of your ego can keep you in check for a long time. And to discipline your ego in a loving and caring way to trust the vision of your heart and your soul, it's... <laughs> I tell you what, I'm very, I'm so very excited for these next chapters of our human story. I, you're going to see paradigms unfold that 
that dwarf our past. Um, it, it's it's curious the mythology of our past. If the mythology of our past worked, we'd be in heaven by now. I mean, there's. Um, I think there's new paradigms. There's new archetypes. There's new um, models of of consciousness for these next chapters that that haven't been written about in mass. That haven't made it to the big screen in mass. I I think a lot of the the archetypes and the mythology of the past are going to have to take a back seat as these new chapters are unfolded by people like you. Every single person has that that divine spark in them. And the beautiful thing is, unconditional love wants you to be happy, wants you to enjoy the journey. Heaven is intended to be experienced right now. On this planet right now, there's heaven and there's hell right now. Heaven's not some uh, some assignment in the future. Whether you're experiencing heaven or hell, you're experiencing it right now. Because you, you won't experience anything in the future until the future becomes now. So you want to love your life? You want to love your life? What do you love about your life right now? Become conscious about that. Is it the smell of coffee in the morning? Is it the touch of your lover on your skin? Is it seeing nature express itself with exquisite beauty? Pay attention to what you love today. Notice love expressing itself all around you. If you do that today, you'll be in fine practice to do it again tomorrow. And by golly, if you do it again tomorrow, you'll be in fine practice for the next day. If you start to notice love in your life today, you might start to notice that love is in your life, and then you'll notice that you have lived a life of love. Heaven and hell is a today thing, is a now thing. And there's no requirements on it. There's no template of righteousness or righteousness that's going to decide who has it. Heaven is the embodiment of unconditional love. And that has many, many faces. There's many, many ways that love can express itself. Consciousness, consciousness seeks expansion. And you are that consciousness now. I I get a little excited. There's several tangents we could go uh, off in with this this conversation. Um, you know, trust yourself. Trust who you are. The continuity of your consciousness is assured. Your ego your ego can't mess it up. No matter how bad your ego thinks or acts the continuity of your consciousness is assured you're safe you're safe no matter what happens you will still be the continuity of who you are is absolute there's nothing to be afraid of 
There's nothing to be afraid of. You're safe. You have permission. In fact, you're here. You're here to be the most exquisite you, the most delightful you, the most authentic you that you care to dream to show up for. And is that going to happen or not? No other consciousness on the planet has control whether that will happen or not, except you. Your free will decides everything. You have carte blanche right now, but you got to believe it. You don't have to believe it. There's no requirements. If you want to embody it, if you want to fulfill it, if you want to live that rock star soul personification, you you got to meet your soul where it is. Pure, uh, purify yourself with love. Learn to love all that is as it is. It's uh, <laughs> it's quite a journey. Hey, you know, um, the archives of the show is loaded up with all kinds of interviews from every walk of life as it relates to the power of human consciousness. Um, there's We've had some really powerful episodes um, logged. You can get, you, can, you know, when um, like when you commute or you're going to get on an airplane, you're going to have a span of time. Turn off the the radio and download an episode from one of our guests. Um, go through the archives and download them. You can put them on a USB stick, and a lot of stereos have uh, USB connectors. You can just plug them in and listen. Find four or five or six that you like, and uh, and make your commute time a time for you to grow who you are. Make your uh, that 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 plane trip you're going to take, take some uh, some new consciousness with you. Hey, you know, it's it's always my pleasure to bring you episodes um, that help grow the power of you, that help you recognize the, the divinity of who you are. Um, there's some real, really powerful um Paradigms that are that are going to unfold in these next few decades. You're going to see people who who learn how to master love and learn how to master tuning into that authentic desire, tuning into that infinite well of inspiration. That learn how to ride the expansion of their own consciousness as as they expand who they are over and over and over again. Hey, you know. I'm so glad you chose to join us. It's always a pleasure spending this time with you. I'm your host, Les Jensen. Thanks for listening. Until next time. This has been a New Human Living radio broadcast. You can raise your own personal power with Personal Power Fundamentals Home Study Course at newhumanliving.com. Thanks for listening. 